What is up, Red Raider Nation? Welcome to episode 41 of the Lone Raider Podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in. I'm your host, Jonah Young, the J Train himself. With me, as always, is my good friend, Nathan. What is your favorite dinosaur? Zuniga. What's up, Zuni? How you doing, man? Oh, that's a good one, actually. Bro, Triceratops. Triceratops. Triceratops, nice. Triceratops, man. You know, I got the Tri. I thought you totally going to hit the stepbrothers. The the threes. (laughs) What's the stepbrother mean? I don't remember. Your dinosaur once. Velociraptor. You know? Oh my god! <laughs> I thought you were gonna hit me with that when I brought that one up, but uh, was nah, nah, nah. Uh, I'll go try their tops. Yeah, no, I think they're cool. They, like I think the, they're pretty cool. The Stegosaurus, the Brontosaurus is also the Brontosaurus. You like a long neck? That's what you like. I do doing. man, I do. Fair enough. <laughs> but uh, anyways. On this week's episode, once again, bring the high-quality conversations your way, including but not limited to Texas Tech baseball. Road to Omaha comes to a full stop in Gainesville. We'll get to all those games here in a second. Uh, some realignment talk circulating around the Big 12, uh, which also includes maybe a new potential bowl game site. We'll talk about all that here that. on the podcast today. Before we get into all that, though, I want to go ahead and remind y'all to go follow our social media accounts. It's at Lone Raider Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and on YouTube. This one will be up on YouTube. Be sure to rate, review, subscribe, leave a five-star review if you so choose. Either way, we appreciate y'all for supporting your local small-time Texas Tech sports podcast that's brought to you by the fans that give a damn and who are officially powered by the South Plainsman. You should check them out. That is at South Plains on both Twitter and Instagram. Today is Thursday, June 8th, 2023, officially 86 days until Texas Tech football. But we got a little bit of baseball news. We're going to go ahead and uh, cap off. But Zuni, you actually had a chance to watch several of these Big games man. man um i guess i'll just get into your uh your overall thoughts before i could dive into the numbers of these games man overall thoughts about this regional yeah no like you know what uh pretty much everything that we've talked about as a baseball team pretty much showed up for us you know we got those signature gritty wins as we did right first two going you know knocking out a uconn team beating them like we were supposed to and then actually surprising one and Stealing a game from Florida really early. So that set us up really good, man. But <clears throat> it just it just sucked to see, too, because, like, um, those last two games against Florida, man, it really just, like, it, it really just looked like the better talent showed out, if I'm being honest with you. Like, in game, in the first uh, game where we could, you know, win and just move on to the Supers, right, um, we lose to them, and that sucked because that game kind of got away from us. It, you know, it, I think it was which inning was it where? Uh, it, four it spot. Was, yeah, I think it was. Uh, yeah, the, it was, it was basically inning, the the bases were loaded, right? Yeah. We had like what, like four walks in a row, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. We 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 had a crazy uh, sequence where we actually got two of them out, right? And then we almost could have survived that inning with just the one run had we closed it out there because we were sitting on two outs for a good minute there after we got that double play. Right. So honestly, I was, I thought we had it in that, in that uh, first do or die game, I guess you could say on our season. So after that sequence went, it just looked like we, we kind of fumbled a bit and, you know, they, they hats off to them. They had some really good pitching to be honest with you. 
throughout it all. Like, it's kind of crazy how good of the pitching it was on Florida. And it was honestly kind of, like, nice to see how, like, well we kept up with them. Because for a good minute, we were we were nice at pitching ourselves, to be honest. Yeah, in that first were. game, um, oh, who, golly, don't tell me I'm about to Blake on his goddamn name right now. In the first game? Oh, had himself a, yeah, first game. Had himself a career day. Freshman. Uh, went about five innings. That was his uh, longest First game day. was Florida? Yeah. Uh, uh, it's no, Kyle the, Robinson. The third game. Third, third game. Oh, third game. Oh, third game. game. Uh, third game. Do or die. The oh, first, second uh, one against Florida. That was Zane Petty. Yeah, the second one. Zane, Zane Petty. Petty. That's, yeah. that's right. My man went, look, had himself five a career innings, day. Yeah. Went five innings. You know what I mean? That's, we're talking about day three guys in baseball, you know, the past couple of days, right? Uh, talking about how we pretty much have it spot on who our day ones are going to be, who our day twos are. But that day three, kind of still a mystery. And he gave us exactly what we needed in a tournament like this, you know? You so, know what's funny? Ah, <laughs> it sucks, you know what I mean? He went five full innings, had one strikeout. One Crazy. strikeout. <laughs> That's a team effort, though, man. That's team and effort. And you know what? One earned run during yeah. that time. <laughs> it, it, it sucked, man. It, yeah. it was great to see, like, you know what I mean? Because, like I said, he went toe-to-toe with Florida and some really good pitchers, you know what I mean? They also yeah. had themselves a, a good outing. I, th- I believe their pitcher went six innings, actually, before they pulled them. So, like, ah, oh, God. Oh, he was seven. He went seven. He yeah, went seven? Fisher. Kate Fisher, seven. yeah, that dude. Kate Fisher was... went seven? Dude, that yeah. dude, oh, my. Tell me, He's a true freshman, too, by the way. He is a true freshman. That is crazy. My man had himself <laughs> a career day himself, you know what I mean? It's six both, strikeouts, uh, nine fishies, pitches. You know what I mean? One run. You're not yeah. showing out. Like, that's crazy, man. Like, we got exactly the kind of game we c- could have wanted. You know what I mean? And we went toe for toe for a good portion of that game. And we kind of just, you know, fumbled away on that in that moment. I think, uh, who was it that came in? Was it Jace Lopez? It was Jace Lopez right after that, yeah. Had, had like nine balls in a row, I believe, something like that. Like, oh, God, that just hurt to see. Like, we were really, like, going toe-for-toe with this Florida team, having solid defense with them. Obviously, the offense came alive for them, and it stayed alive into the into the final game of, the, yeah. of, of that weekend, of that tourney. So, um, all in all, like, uh, that was a, a wild game. Getting into that second game, that's where I feel like the talent just prevailed. Like, their hitting game was just – crazy like Callaghan or what, what's his name Jack Cal- Callaghan Callaghan oh, Caglione. Caglione that's what yeah. the heck it is that dude can hit man he belted Florida out so many times in, in moments where you need to get on base and kind of set up you know runs that guy was a stud for them and then Wyatt Langford just just yeah. refuses to not get a, a home run and get on refuses base, to not be the first overall pick in the draft this year. <laughs> that too, you know, proved what I mean? it. Yeah, why should <laughs> like golly? So, and then they had their golden three boys after that that are just all in sequence. I forget their uh, names. What the heck was it? It was um, goddamn. Who's the other one? Uh, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, you had several that recorded it, some, some good outings uh, in those ones. You had Rypel. Heyman, bad. Sean, that's the other one, yeah. right, pal, bro? That man really knocked it. As soon as you got that second homer, man, or not that second homer, but it was a two homer because he, you know, knocked it out and someone was on base. Ah, oh, golly, that really felt like the game kind of was starting to slip at that moment for me. But yeah, no, it was just it, it sucked the way that um that it it 
came out, you know what I mean? The outcome sucked, but honestly, like it was it was fun to watch. Like the baseball was close for the most part up until, you know, a couple of endings where it got away. But maybe that was just the lack of experience. Maybe that's all it was. Yeah. But it sucks and to see some of our seniors go out that way too, man. Especially definitely. some of the ones that we recruited this year. You know what I mean? So Yeah. yeah. And that's, um, it was funny, like this series when we when we did our predictions it went exactly the way we thought it would. You know, like Texas said, goes two and two in the in, in the weekend. Overall, mm-hmm. we end up losing to Florida. We 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 said like, hey, it's gonna be Texas Tech and Florida. They're gonna play for the Gainesville Regional, and Florida's gonna take it. Remember on the last podcast, I said that. Mm-hmm. And I hate it when we're right. Uh, I hate being right. <laughs> <laughs> so most you just hate being right. Um, Jesus, you're telling you know, me. And I will say though, I did not expect us to beat Florida at all in this series. I'm I'm not gonna lie. Like I, I thought Florida like. You know, Second if Wake Forest country, wasn't man. so damn good, Florida would have been the number one, number one team. Obviously, they were number two, you know. Yeah. But, you know, Florida, like, you know, they may as well just punch their ticket to, to Omaha right now. That's what I was thinking. And you went into their house and you made them look vulnerable. You made them you, look. You stole beautiful. a game, bro. You, you know, stole you a stole game, a game a, from them. In a gritty with your game. very, very young lineup that you had what, what, with a pitcher who had only started three games this year <laughs> on the season. Um, Jeez, man! You know, and you end up, you know, knocking. Uh, you know, Gavin Cash went off. Austin Green went off. You know, your new guys on, on your squad just went off. You know, pitching was actually there for the most part this weekend. You know, you you found your day two guy, it was. your solid day yeah. two guy. Only it was at the end of the year, you know, and it kind of it, it just kind of sucked. And then eventually, the other two games, they just they just got away from you. But you know, you went into that one. You know, you, you Florida looked pretty vulnerable against Florida A and M. Now, obviously, some in-state kind of you know rivalry you know kind of kicked in yeah, there. Yeah. You know, some of the Florida A and M guys felt like they could have played at Florida. You know, end up having to go to FAMU, FAMU, um, and uh, you know they were they were going to play very well against against Florida. They're going to show out against them, and they did pretty well. You know, Florida only beat them three to zero when it could have been like thirteen to zero. You know, um, yeah, and yeah, it was. It was like, uh, it, it was a good it was a good series. I felt like we yeah. got that gritty win. You know, obviously we, we ended did. up uh, beating UConn first and foremost. I'm gonna get into uh, some of those numbers right uh, right quick. Uh, for in the UConn game, we won three to two. Gage Harrelson had himself a good game. Uh, five at bats, two hits, two runs scored, no RBIs. Zach Vuletish, four at bats, two hits, no runs scored, but got two RBIs as well. Uh, Kevin Bazell, five at bats, two hits, one run scored, and one RBI in that game. On the mound, Mason Molina doing his thing, dude. Just doing his thing. Doing Goes six his full damn innings, thing, man. gives up one hit, two run runs, two walks, 10 strikeouts in this game Jeez, off guys. of 91 total pitches. Followed by Brandon Beckel, who goes two full innings, gives up two hits, no earned runs, no walks, 1K off of 31 pitches. And then followed by Josh the Sandman Sanders, uh, gets Sandman, one full inning, okay. uh, no hits, no earned runs, no walks, 1K off of 11 total pitches. It, it was great. <laughs> no, that was, we that got was the win. First one. We, we, we got the win over yeah. UConn. You know, we all thought you would. Even though you were the three seed and you were expected to lose that game against UConn, you didn't. You know, we you, you go to the next game. Now. You're taking on Florida in their house. You know they got their uh, they got their pitcher Sprout was his name, uh, and he he was a stud, dude. He I mean I'm not gonna lie, this dude was a stud. I hated seeing him on the mound, man, but he was he was just 
That's a tough Florida team, man. That's a very tough Florida team. Yeah, he goes he goes six full innings, gives up four hits, three and runs, walks two batters, seven strikeouts, does nine nine total pitches in that game. Yeah, Sprout had himself a ball game. Um, he'll definitely be a mm. pretty high draft pick. Uh, I think he's is he eligible for the draft? I think he is. Um, but yeah, Sproul had himself a great game. But flip side of that, he also had uh, Kyle Robinson showing up for the second straight weekend. He goes five full yes, innings, gives up four hits, two earned runs, two walks, four strikeouts off of 81 total pitches. Solid outing right there on the mound for a guy that's only started like three <laughs> games prior to that. Yep. And then followed by Ryan Free, guy who had you know, been struggling out of the pen recently. Uh, he goes two full innings, two hits, one and run, no walks, three strikeouts, and 37 pitches. Followed by Ethan Coombs, who was actually credited with the win in this game. 4-0. 4-0 this year. You finished 4-0 this year. <laughs> I uh, it. Goes one full inning, gives up no hits, no earned runs, one walk, and two strikeouts of 18 total pitches. And then followed by Derek Bridges. He really, really struggled. He had to be pulled after just a third. Gives up a hit and earned run. Uh, no walks, no case, 12 pitches. That that would be his night. And then followed by Brandon Beckel for the second night in a row. Brandon Beckel gets his seventh save on the year. Going uh, just two-thirds uh, of an inning. Giving up one hit. No earned runs, no walks, no Ks. Eight total pitches. That's all it would take to beat Florida in this one. You beat them five to four to advance to... Um, you know, potential knockout stage. You know, you put Florida in elimination territory right there. They have to beat you twice now in order to win the Gainesville mm-hmm. Regional. Um, unfortunately, that's exactly what they would do. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Which really sucked. I really don't Jenna, even know. Here's, here's a little fun fact. You know, yeah. so after Florida loses to us, obviously they're in a do or die situation at that point. They have to win out. I just want people to understand that. And they did exactly that. They went, they went out. They win their last three games. You want to know the last time Florida did that? Survived a three-game elimination? The last time Florida won a three-game elimination where they had to go exactly like this, they had themselves a historic day against us. They hadn't done it since 2003. (laughs) Florida had it. (laughs) They had it (laughs) won three games in a row in 20 years. They had a historic day against Texas Tech because, of course, they did, right? So that's just funny, you know what I mean? So yeah, that's and, that's lovely. And even then, so, in the in the next game, when you had uh, Zane Petty, who we were just talking about a little bit earlier, um, he had one strikeout in this game, gave up just three hits, one earned run during his time, sixty-one <sighs> total pitches. I mean, he actually didn't do bad in a very high-pressure situation, a not, high-pressure not at game. All. It was good defense. Yeah, because sure. Florida had to go in. They had to beat UConn earlier that day and then come mm-hmm. back and then play you. There was a 90-minute rain delay, so maybe they had some time to really get them some much-needed rest there. But, or, you know, it could be on the flip side, flip that to where, like, oh, they had time to let the fatigue set in. You know, I mean, either way you want to spin it, you know, it doesn't really matter because mm-hmm. Florida ended up getting uh, getting the win off you. They but ended up winning anyway. It, uh, so. Yeah, it didn't really matter at that point. But I will say, for, for, you, you sold the first game from Florida, who looked pretty much well invincible this year. Mm-hmm. And then you go into this game, the next game, and it's still like five full innings go by. More than half the game is gone. And you're still zero, zero. keeping up. It's 0-0 zero, zero heading into the sixth it's still inning. 0-0, zero, zero, And man. then that play, you know, you, know, you had the um, you had some runners on the bases, and then you get this, just this wild double play where you get two outs. And then I think everything really changed in this game whenever Gage Harrelson 
Dude, when he just lost track of it. He lost track of that ball. Uh, it bounces, goes over the fence, which actually helped you because you would have had somebody score. Uh, gets a ground roll double. You have runners at uh, both runners in scoring position. Uh, yeah, that was just, that was dead. Like that's Dude, when momentum just completely shifted to Florida. And that's a, that's a team when they get momentum, they're very, very dangerous. And they rode that, that into that a sucks too, run Gage, top of the sixth inning. That sucks too. Cause Gage Harrelson, you know, had up into that moment, had himself a good day, a good, yeah. honestly, like good series so far. Like he had that, that wonderful catch. It's almost exactly in the same spot actually when you think about it <laughs> yeah um he makes that one running backpedaling backwards and he made that one look like hey man loses track of this one it's just i don't know the lack of any experience there i mean he hadn't really played played you know midfielder for most of the season they kind of had to throw him over there because of the whole situation with ours uh, i forget who typically plays it I'm going blank right now but uh, if I'm not mistaken, he's typically a right fielder, and they had to move him to midfield for this yeah. um, for this tourney. So that sucks, man. We got the good yeah. and bad from you yeah, know a that's... young rook. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, our young buck, man. Um, yeah, and like the game just completely shifted there, and then of course Florida puts on a three spot in the ninth inning to really just separate themselves. You know, getting a run in the eighth uh-huh. due to sack fly. Um, yeah, it was. Yeah, that, that was pretty miserable. And then you go to the next day, you know, you got to gotta beat them again. You get another chance. And then you just, uh, it was, it was once again, the pitching woes, you know, you got another, uh, another young, uh, another young guy on the mound. Jacob Rogers comes out. Had himself a day, man. Two and three on the year. Um, you know, not a, not a terrible day for Jacob. I mean, given the situation, he is a freshman pitcher. You know, he goes three full innings. He gives up three hits, a one earned run. One walk has four strikeouts, throws fifty pitches. You know, it's not a terrible outing by any means, but it once again, you know, it's 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 our bullpen. It's you know, guys giving up other runs, not being able to stay consistent throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Uh Josh Sanders, who we're just you know seeing his praises, he goes one full inning, gives up three hits, two earned runs, walks a batter, no strikeouts, last fourteen pitches. That's it. Brandon Beckel goes in for you know the third time this weekend. You know, you know he's going pretty uh, Terrible um, inning. Terrible. Yeah, terrible game. Terrible. It was one one full inning. Gives up four hits, three uh, uh three total runs, but you know, two earned runs. Just yeah, you could tell this dude was tired. His arm was tired. Yeah, um, the man was gassed. Last 31 pitches in that inning. Ryan Free follows up. Actually had a pretty solid outing, Ryan Free did, but it was just too little too late at that point. Goes two and two thirds innings, gives up one hit, uh two walks, one strikeout. 37 pitches and Ethan Coombs last a third of an inning goes three pitches and that's that's really about it that's the ball game right there and Florida ends up uh, winning that game six to zero they won the previous one seven to one they beat you seven to one and six to zero you know but I will say for a game and a half you were the better team you were the better team for a game and a half and then you just yep, yep. let them get momentum and just they 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 are a dangerous team when they have momentum on their side, as we've seen all all year long. I mean, they're, they're the second team in the country for a reason. You had a chance to beat them on their own home field in their own regional, and you just didn't let it happen, man. Um, I'm not you know gonna sit here and say like you know like oh you know beat just you know beat myself up over it you know beat this team up over it. No, I mean th- these guys they they played their asses off in this in this regional. They did, and it was fun know, they were not expected to even 
play on Monday. You know, they weren't expected to do that. They weren't expected to be Florida at all. You know, it was supposed to be Sunday. You know, who's going to to advance on to the Super Regionals, and that was going to be Florida. Well, Monday comes mm-hmm. along. They're still playing, and you had a chance, but you just you just let it slip away. Bats were not awake. Pitching was kind of you know meh. I'm not gonna say it was terrible. It just wasn't great. Um, but you know, and they 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 shut you out. So Texas Tech will end the season 41 in 23 on the year. I believe that is seven straight years they've had over 40 wins uh, in the Tadlock era, man. So not bad, man. Overall, the year comes to a close. Uh, you know, it's it, it is what it is. I'm still proud of this team, by the way. Like, I don't want yeah. anybody to think like you know we're just you know shitting on these guys. Like, no, we, we're, I'm very very proud of these guys. I thought they fought their tails off in this in this outing. They're still a very very young team, as we've been saying all year long. Um, and uh, they have the chance to return a lot of really solid pieces next year. This is really the first kind of rebuild year we've seen under Tadlock. Tadlock doesn't rebuild; he reloads. And this is really the first year where we saw only two returning starters from the year prior on the squad. Now we have a chance to see almost seven next year. It's going to be and nice, man. Potentially some uh, some pitchers as well. Because uh, I'm going to tell you right now, some players that are, are slated to come back. Gage Harrelson, Kevin Bazell, Hudson White, Austin Green, Gavin Cash, Dylan Maxey, Will mm-hmm. Burns, Kyle Robinson... Um, I'm gonna pres- I'm you know Jacob Rogers, Zane Petty, Tabor Fast. A lot of these guys here, man, they have the potential to return next season. Um, speaking of which, we have had a couple of players <clears throat> enter the transfer portal since then. Uh, Dylan Carter and Brandon Gurton have entered the transfer portal. Gotta say, man, I'm pretty um pretty sad to see Dylan Carter go. I'm pretty sad, man. I mean, he he was a stud. He was <laughs> just the definition of Texas Tech baseball, man. But I think he was looking around uh, on the roster that we have, and I think he was kind of seeing like, ah, I might not get a whole lot of playing time next year. And I'm trying to get to the majors. I'm probably not going to be drafted this year or be a high draft pick at, at all this year. And I, I need to get some some playing time. I need to get some at bats because early on in the season. Dylan Carter was doing very well. He was hitting balls. He was he had like five home runs early on in the season, and he gets hurt, goes down with an injury, has to miss some time, came back, and he just never was quite the same hitter. And that's why he mm-hmm. kept on seeing his spot in the lineup keep going down and down and down. And then eventually they just went ahead and took him out entirely. That's what they did this whole this whole series in Gainesville. They took Dylan Carter out because they would rather sacrifice some defense. We all know what he can do on the defensive side as a center fielder. He's fin- he's phenomenal. He's fantastic. He can make those you know big diving grabs. We, we saw it last year. We've seen it this year. We know what he can do on the outfield and defensive side. But you chose to sacrifice some defense for some offense, which looking back now, hindsight being 2020 and all, maybe if you had Dylan Carter at center field, you know, Gage Charles doesn't miss that fly ball. It gives all the momentum to Florida in that game. But that's neither here, here nor there. Uh, and you know, there's no going back in time and and, and fixing that. But still, it's uh, it's kind of sad seeing him go. But we'll see. Uh, I, I hope he, I hope he that he just doesn't go to a rival school. That'd be great. I'll find out where he's going, and then uh, you know, make that uh, make that termination. I just hope he doesn't go to a to a 
another Big 12 opponent. But, you know, best of luck to you, Dylan Carter, and uh, Brennan Gurton as well. Brennan Gurton, man, he he started several games for us this year, was slated to be a relief pitcher, ends up becoming a starter, does decent, and then we just don't really hear from him very much later on in the season, even coming out of the bullpen. We really don't hear from this man. I don't know whether he had a an injury or what, something that kind of, you know, uh, just prevented him from seeing some more playing time, some more appearances on the mound. I, I really don't know what happened. No, no clue. Uh, no clue. No, it's a mystery. No clue at all. But I felt like he was a pretty solid pitcher overall and could have really gone into the next season, really developed next year. You, you could see where the, the progress was, could have been made for next season, but, you know, just. It wasn't there? Maybe man. I don't know. Maybe he just wants a different opportunity. Maybe he just didn't like Lubbock. I don't know. That's also a possibility. <laughs> That's that. I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, there's multitude of reasons uh, why players. Hey, location matters, they, man. You know, location matters. Go, but uh, I mean, location yeah, and does, PT. But, location know, and PT, man. You 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 can recruit to to Lubbock. I mean, there's <laughs> like that that whole narrative has been put to rest simply. <laughs> By Tadlock and hell, even by our basketball team has been put to rest, and now by Joy McGuire, man, he's he's killing it, dude, freaking killing it, man. Did I strike a nerve, Jenna? Yes. <laughs> me and everybody else, all of our nation, you just struck uh, all of our nerves there, dude. Ah, uh, uh, <laughs> buddy, here's a fun little little trivia thing. We were on in the game too, just to you know, just to make it the, that you know, lost field. So even you know shittier, uh, we were zero for seven in, in scoring position plays by the top of the eighth. Why you gotta bring up so that? Why, why why you gotta? So why you don't know that? <laughs> dude, we just had really bad luck against Florida. Like I really do think that. Yeah. Like yeah, sometimes okay. looking at some of these stats, like I, I know we're kind of trying to move past it, but like I'm still I'm still hurt. Still, still hurt, hurt, man. I'm still hurt, man. <laughs> No, this was a fun baseball season, though. Just piggybacking off of what you say, like being proud of this baseball team. Yeah, this was a heck of a fun season to watch, man. Like, it was cool, too, just watching a whole bunch of young bucks just have, like, themselves, like, days and also bad ones. So, <laughs> yeah, so hopefully man, all that have, experience just carries over, you know what I mean? Like it's, We have it's, uh, the opportunity to have a lot of guys coming back next season. I'm going to presume mm-hmm. that Mason Lee is gone, Brandon Beckles is going to be gone. Those guys were solid this year. There were studs. They're probably going to get drafted and you gotta graduate. be pretty high no. picks. Uh, obviously, some guys are are you know going to graduate out. You know, Zach Fulitish can graduate out. Ty Ooh, Coleman graduating out. See you at a time. Ooh, yes. Um, Ooh. But, you know, you return quite a bit of, you know, quite a bit of players. You know, Bill Blessed graduating was out. That, um, you return Hester quite a bit of players, of, though. Was, and, uh, was, uh, Hester was no graduating one, out. Right, he's a fifth-year senior, right? So yes. Noah Hester's gone. That sucks because that man played a hell of a season this year. He did. He, he definitely great did. At hitting. It, it sucks. That's probably the one thing that does uh, – I mean, not to look too far ahead into next, next year. I mean, but I mean, might as well, right? Uh, but some of the seniors going, we're going to lose a lot of, you know, hitting, a lot of at-bats, man. Some of these guys could, you know, they could, you know get on base. So I, I'm curious to see who's going to be that guy. Yeah, and guys that you, comes to just, you know, once again, let's let's start with the bullpen. Guys that you could potentially return, you know, Zane Petty, uh, Jacob Rogers, Jace Lopez, um, you know, Kyle Robinson, Brendan Lysick, Ryan Free, Ethan, uh, no, not Ethan Coombs, he's a senior. Um, 
you know, Josh Sanders can come back next next season. And then, of course, you had a bunch of freshmen who didn't even really see any time on the mound this year who are potentially uh, could be potential stars. I don't know. They, they, they could... guys. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, and yeah, the foundation is kind of set. We, we already mentioned Gage Harrelson, Tracer Lopez, Kevin Bazell, Hudson White. Um, Cash. Yeah, Gavin Cash, <laughs> big one, Will Burns, Austin Green. Owen Washburn, of course. I like Willie, man. You, you can know. hit. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you 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 have the opportunity to return a lot of guys next year with a lot more experience. So I think Texas Tech, if you're able to get some good pieces out of the transfer portal, we already know what you can do with high school kids. You know, bringing them on up. And Tadlock's never afraid to play a true freshman as long as they can actually play. So you get some good pieces out of the transfer portal, kind of fill some holes here and there. Dude, you're gonna be a pretty dangerous team next season. I, I really, I, I fully believe that you're gonna be a really dangerous team next year. This year was supposed to be our quote unquote shaky year, right? This is supposed to be our weak year, and yeah, this is a, a rebuild year. Yeah, you know I mean, we we kept the streak alive. We still, you know, were able to compete in the tourney, and yeah, man, like this was a fun way to. If you had asked me at the beginning of the season, or even the players too, like, hey, you just gotta win one more game and you get into the supers. You know, you go super regionals. They take everyone's take. Everyone's taking it in a heartbeat, right? You have a chance to upset the number two team in the country. Everyone's taking take it, it in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah, what the heck? So, like, a hell of a way to go out for the season. It just sucks to see because, like, I truly think we had just like terrible bad luck when it came to like some of yeah. the things. Yeah, and then it was everyone Yo, caught up you know what kind of sucked. You know what kind of sucked too a little bit is that knowing that they had came back. <laughs> against an Abilene Christian team early in the year. I'm not saying Florida's Abilene Christian or Abilene Christian's Florida, but seeing that we've made a comeback, I was like, maybe we can, maybe we got a shot, right? And <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got a shot, right? So you're like, saying there's a chance. There's a chance. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. And then, yeah, all that happened. <laughs> but I was still very hopeful, even towards the end, if I'm being honest. It was around probably the eighth inning where I was like, all right, time to hats off to you. You guys had a great game. So Yeah, now Florida will be taking yeah. on South Carolina uh, in their regional, uh, in the Super Regionals, sorry. So, yeah, I mean, I think South Carolina probably could potentially be Florida. I mean, if they look at any tape that, uh, from this past weekend, uh, they are – you know, Florida looked pretty vulnerable. You know, they, they showed some uh some shaky areas in this in this regional. They played five games. So yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that will go ahead and uh kind of conclude our baseball talk. Now let's go ahead and jump in to some potential realignment talk. So over the last couple days, rumors of Colorado and Arizona. Hmm. joining the big 12 starting to heat up as also as a potential addition you don't say on uconn potentially being an addition as well i believe that's kind of a a solo effort that brett yormark the commissioner of the big 12 is trying to make and bring along uconn i think it's for all sports for uconn which i'm not particularly keen about if it's just basketball let's 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 ride you know same for gonzaga like maybe potentially bringing over gonzaga to the big 12 for basketball dude that'd be wild let's, let's, let's go dude <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm i'm absolutely all for that uh, especially i'm all for oh my Colorado god Arizona. the big 12 could just be a uh, gauntlet bro. during the big 12 dude i want to hear your thoughts on colorado and arizona uh getting to the getting to the big 12 i will welcome them with open arms like hey just dude. 
come on back yet. Come on over, guys. Like I'm, I'm Please. absolutely here for that. I want that smoke, Dion. <laughs> I want that smoke, Dion. No, but um, dude, that'd be awesome to get them back, or to get Colorado back at the very least. I honestly feel like Texas Tech has had a bit of a rivalry with Arizona for a, a couple years now because we just can't win against that fucking team, man. God damn it. I feel like every time we Bro, play We them, have the all-time lost. series, dude. What are you talking about? As of late, we have lost pretty much most of the time, if I'm not mistaken. We have lost go- one time to Arizona. That was back in 2019 under Wells. We were supposed to play of in the next year, 2020, but that was, you know... That was we probably would have lost that game. COVID year, but, uh, yeah. Um, and then we played Arizona State prior to that. We played we beat Arizona State a year prior to that, and then oh no, two years prior to that game. Is that, wait, that game. which Arizona is the one with the giant A with the blue? Giant the A, that's Arizona, the University. Okay, Arizona, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, we yeah, lost them, them a couple years back, like, in, back in twenty nineteen. Yeah. We got a nice little rivalry. In a we terrible game, too. That was such a bad game. Looking back at it, dude, it was like I could have sworn turnover we lost after them turnover Kingsbury after turnover on both sides, too. Both sides had like three, four turnovers in that game. Like that was just a bad game to watch. Did we not play them? Even as just a casual Kingsbury? football fan, that's a bad game to watch. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Did we not play them during, under Kingsbury? I thought we did at least. Once. No, n- not Arizona. No, we huh. played Arizona State under Kingsbury twice, but. Gosh, I guess uh, I guess I'm getting my Arizona teams mixed up then. Yeah, they're not much to think about. <laughs> I say it's a potential rival. Fair enough. Bring it on, look, Arizona. man. Let's look, go. look, that's our homecoming game. That's all I gotta say. But it is a rivalry. But I mean, it is a homecoming. Yeah, game. I mean, like we we go back with Arizona quite a ways to the border conference days. I think we have the all time series against like twenty nine and five. So against Arizona, so. I mean, I would love Texas Tech, Arizona to be potential rivals. I mean, you got rivalry brewing right there out in the in the real west from Tucson to Lubbock. You know, Jesus, I'm, I'm all for it, dude. I'm all we want that smoke. And though we haven't even talked about the Colorado one, getting back into that one. Yeah, yeah bring them back too, man. Bring them back. Shoot. Yeah, come on, come on back to the back to the Big Twelve. I know Colorado Twitter has uh, actually been very adamant about joining the Big Twelve. They have, they have no problem with it. Um, I know one of their uh, their barstool uh, page, their barstool uh, account, <laughs> tweeted like you know Texas Tech's the best Big Twelve fan base out there, like just based on their interactions, of course. And I mean, I'm like, duh, like why would we not be your best? You know, yeah, of <laughs> um, course. Why would not be the best? Uh, like, you know, we're, we're, we're not toxic at all. What are you talking about? <laughs> we're just, you know, we just like to spit facts, as the kids would say. You know what I mean? Sure, it's not my fault. Uh, it's not my fault. You know what I mean? That we're right. Most of the times, majority of the time, most of the times, majority, most of the time, allegedly. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> no, but bring man, on, I mean, honestly. I'm, I'm absolutely 100% for bringing in Arizona and Colorado and even Gonzaga and UConn for basketball. I mean, think of how tough this basketball conference would be. You add in UConn, Jesus. Gonzaga, Arizona, you already got Kansas, Baylor, who have won natties. Houston coming in. They were a one C this past year. I'm like, bro, this is deadly. Kansas State, Iowa State, you know, Texas Tech kind of being now in that mix. West Virginia there. Bruh, like this is a deadly, deadly conference, man. If that happened, that'd be honestly wild. But then I'd be curious as to see what other teams end up punching their ticket. Or at the very least, like, is the tournament going to take like eight teams out of the Big 12? 
if that's the case. Like, I mean, you, you know what I mean? Take at least 10, 12. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's a lot of, like, talent. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if, but if they I, I will say, the I, think, then... I think you get one or the other, either Gonzaga or UConn. I don't think you get them both. Um, and I'm perfectly fine adding Gonzaga as basketball only. Uh, UConn, obviously, of course, coming off their rivalry, or I'm sorry, their, their rivalry, their national their championship. Um, and, and I know they did have a little bit of rivalry with Cincinnati and West Virginia at one point. So you kind of uh, add, add that in. I, I honestly think it'll it really be just UConn depends, just off really the location. Yeah, probably just, off a little Just on the time zone. Just because of the whole time zone. Yeah, time zone, the Northeast as well. You kind of get some of that New York market, even though New York's not a it's not a college market, man. Like, I don't know why Big Ten, ACC, they all think that New York is a big is it's a big college market. It's not. It's that's a professional sports city. They don't care about college out there. Matter of fact, I knew somebody who used to live in New York City for about six years. Uh, I, I used to work with him. And he said, like, the college teams out there, it's actually Penn State and Notre Dame, mostly. Like, it's like a, it's like half and half from Penn State and Notre Dame. Like, it's really weird. You know, and but, but I mean, it's it's not a college sports market. You know, it's all it's a professional sports city. They got like 40 professional sports teams there. Why would it not be, right? <laughs> so... You know, like I, I don't understand that. But if you if you want to try to grab the uh, the northeast the market, New York market, it, sure, go ahead. Why not? <laughs> I don't, I, I don't have any against it. It's where ESPN's at. That's where Connecticut up there. I, I yeah. guess, man. Up there in Bristol. I, I guess, man. Yeah, no, I think it'll be UConn just just off a of location, just because Gonzaga probably has. Come on, now, they probably still want to have an easier route to the tournament. They have the easiest <laughs> route to the tournament, man. Why the heck would they give that up? They're literally the Texas of their conference, Bro, quote they, unquote. Well, I mean, or if you I'll use like their really, conference, I, I think in Zaga they've been they they've been labeled as frauds. They they're, they're frauds. Like I, I I don't think that's that's not me talking shit. That's not me saying Gonzaga's bad. No, I know how good Gonzaga is at basketball. But you they've can been say that time even though they won a natty. <laughs> Would I say that if they won a natty? Probably not. No, they, but they, they haven't have, won a natty. They, have. <laughs> they haven't. Are you sure? They haven't. They have not. Who did they lose to? They did play. They in lost one. Who did to they lose North to? Carolina. That's who it was. They Damn, that sucks. They lost it. Yeah, they've lost two yeah. national championships. They've been. Hey, there that sucks. Before, but they've they've been labeled as frauds. You know, I I I, I just I, I'm not gonna you know sit here and like sugarcoat that. Um, even though I I really respect Zaga basketball, they've been dominant. They constantly get big time recruits. They're frauds, but they made two national championships. Yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't hey, won man, the big one yet, dude. Hey man, look, you can't get mad at who they play, right? That's that's the old saying or whatever. Yeah, you know, going against those just those, you know, juggernauts like Pepperdine and uh St. Mary's and Loyola Marymount and Hey look, yeah. man, you can't get mad at who they play, man. That's that's, <laughs> that's what you said. You it's gotta like, play hey, who you come to a real conference, see what that gauntlet really they, is. That's honestly and why I don't once think you get will. to the tournament, they have the easiest you, you route have a to better the tournament. Route. They have the easiest route. UConn yeah, would probably sure, be the, the make like, them up. UConn would make the most sense. They're in the same time zone. Gonzaga is kind of weird since they have to play some of the, you know, the yeah. That would be whole, like if you had both those two. I mean, that's that's a red eye flight from Washington to Connecticut, right there. Golly, the jet lag, red eye flight. The jet lag alone would murder you. God. 
But I mean, yeah. So come on now, off location, we're gonna take UConn. I'm convinced. Yeah, I I would say we would, especially them coming off a national championship. If we took them both, I'm I'm not against it. Like you said, no, I'm not like, bring either, it on. But... I want all the smoke. Come on, like let's make the Big Twelve like the, the best the, basketball the basketball. Yeah, the, the basketball conference. Yeah, and it not that. even be a freaking like debate. It's kind of like how the SEC is in football. Like a Big Twelve basketball, let's not even make that a debate. It's the best conference. Yeah, that'd be lit, bro. That'd be Absolutely. that'd be sick. So. Yeah, that's kind of how my thoughts on it, how I'm feeling about them coming over. As far as football goes, yeah, the whole Deion Sanders thing, that's kind of exciting, too. Deion so, coming back yeah. in. Yeah, that man's about to rejuvenize that program. I mean, he already has, man. Have you seen, like, the spring game, like, show outs? It's kind yeah, of insane. I've seen they had 55 transfers, uh, so, you know. Hey, man, team. when the when a team <laughs> goes, like, you know, what, like, 3-10 and 10 or whatever – the heck they went that this past season one and eleven. Come on now, you one and eleven. Yeah, yeah, Jenna, come on, tell me that. You tell me any of those fifty six ball players deserve to be starters? It looks like they're just playing what they got. Yeah, if they're did. going one some and eleven, man. found new homes at the uh, other D one programs, but you know, hey man, as well hey, as that I'm point, exci- I'm excited to see what he does this season. To be honest with you. It'll be interesting. I, I don't think, obviously, I don't think that they win. Hear me out. 12. Hear me out. I feel like Prime, right? Mr. Dion Primetime Sanders himself has never been truly dealt a piece of humble pie. And this is probably the closest thing he'll get to it if he doesn't turn around a, you know, a head coaching program. Like, when has he not ever been good at what he's done? Is he the best corner to ever play football? Uh, yeah, I would, I mean, you could argue it for sure. I mean, I'm biased because Darrell Revis and he, Dion also got to play in an era where he could kind of, you know, push around wide receivers yeah. in the nineties. You know? But yeah, regardless, he, he like in the era where you could mug the receiver at the line of scrimmage. Regardless though, this man has been good at everything he's done. Right. So you tell me, yeah. tell me, this would be the first, like a little bit of humble pie he'd ever got in his career. I'd say if he doesn't succeed at, uh, Colorado, which I don't, I think he will, man. Kind of hard not to. He, he, he won't, he won't do it this year. I'll put it that way. I, I don't think, you don't he does think this so? year. No, What's I mean, the, I think over I mean, under, over under five games win. Over. I'm going to take the over. Uh, they, the I think over. they go six and six this year. A bowl game? Yeah, a bowl game. Maybe they win that one. I don't know. Uh, depends on their playing, where they're playing. You know, we'll we'll cross that bridge when we get there, but they have to get there first. Fair enough. But well, you know, in, you're in not a, taking you're not like you're not taking a one and eleven team to the Pac twelve championship. Like, it's just not happening. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know, man. Pac twelve kind of Stanford not looking too hot. They just you know over there. Well, I mean, teams USC. like Oregon and Washington and USC, UCLA, like those teams are still there. Uh, UCLA, yeah, either. Chip They're Kelly's rebuilding. doing some some interesting things at UCLA. If he's still there, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he's is still he? there. Still he's is, still right? There. Yeah. Yes. Oregon's always a threat, right? Yeah, Oregon's so, a threat. Yeah. Washington, uh, even the you know little brothers of those ones, Oregon State, Washington State, still pretty good, man. They're still pretty good out there. So. Six wins. I mean, I could I could see them upsetting an Oregon team. Honestly, I, mean, I think maybe they have a big upset somewhere. Uh, I don't really know their schedule. I don't have it pull up in front of me, but I think I think they could pull an upset somewhere. It's not against TCU though. I'll tell you that week one. <laughs> actually, you know what? You never know. I just do that. Actually, I'm thinking about it now. I'm like TCU doesn't have anybody now. <laughs> like that that could potentially be 
It could be a win for Dion right there, which I think would just spark the whole narrative. Actually, you know what? You, you sold me. Colorado's going to win that because it sparked the whole narrative that, you know, Dion's going to immediately win at Colorado, going to have all that success. That's going to the talk of the of, of the town for the entire country, uh, in the entire college football world, at least for at least a week. And then they're going to go in the rest of the, of the year and they're going to you know do some mediocre things. But yeah, for that week, they're going to do it and they're going to just, you know, all the national media pundits are going to say like Dion Football Hall of Fame coach. You know, what can't you do? And so, <laughs> yes, I can see it now. I, I, I can see that now. I'm manifesting that. <laughs> I, I think Joe's just read the future. Just well, like yeah, you I read that. No, trust me. Just trust how me that's you, exactly just, just, how it's going to go down. Just how Jonah Young just, you know, predicted it, uh, predicted it, uh, predicted the previous, um, you know, series again and, and, you know, in the Florida Regional. I like to say, yeah, you predicted that. Here you go, right here. You, you heard it first. Jonah Young. He yeah. pretty much just called it. So Deion Sanders is going to go undefeated <laughs> no. with the Colorado program. That's what Jonah Young is. No, uh, the no, J I'm not saying that at all. I'm the J train himself. Whoop, whoop, but... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think they'll That's be TCU and they'll be the talk of the country for about a week and then um, they'll kind of revert back to being. Dude, what if this man just goes off, bro? What if they try, start 5 and 0, bro? Like, you, you probably wouldn't be able well, to not hear about him, right? I don't think that, yeah, I don't think that's impossible either for Colorado, but I don't think they go, you know, 10 and 2 or 12 and 0 or anything. I guess we'll see. The only reason I say that is because the Pac 12 is weird. The Pac-12 is kind of like the NFC East in my it's eyes. Weird. You never it's, know. it's dying conference. They just need to jump ship and come over the Big 12. And, you know, hey, let's go, buddy. You know, the, the, the CW doesn't want them. Apple TV didn't want them. <laughs> ESPN that's, and Fox don't want them. That's so sad, bro. the Big 12, man. Come on over, brothers. Let's go. Come on over. <laughs> Dude, that'd be insane. 2014 conference. No, nah, it won't be you, that. I'm pretty sure. You did. Would it would it be the Pacific West against the the mid the Midwest? I don't know. I don't know how that'd be, man. As but I'm gonna say right now, I'm absolutely for taking Colorado. I'm for taking Arizona. Hell, I'll take Arizona State too. I have a hard time thinking Arizona goes that Arizona State going somewhere, right? Um, <laughs> maybe even Utah potentially in that mix as well. Seems pretty good to me. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, I'm I'm about it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, you make you make for some interesting matchups there as well, like in football, basketball, baseball, everything. You make up make some really interesting matchups there. It just brings more um, value to the Big Twelve, and that's really the, the the goal as a commissioner. How do you keep your conference kind of in the media, kind of in the big talk, kind of you know uh, the money makers, so to speak? And that's usually sports. So if you could make for good competition in a conference, that conference is going to make money. And therefore the schools are going to make money. It's going to trickle down. And I just, I I want to meet the person who took away the original big 12, you know, with Nebraska, Colorado, Missouri, A&M in there. So much powerhouses, so much rivalries there, man. I sit back and I'm like, why did they take that from us? <laughs> I'm just convinced AM doesn't want to smoke with any Texas team. Yeah, they they really do not. They're probably gonna try to duck Texas and OU for the next couple of years. I mean, obviously it won't happen. They will have to play those two schools. Especially the location being what it is and everything. Um and the <laughs> SEC actually just announced that 
after next year, uh, so after next year is when UTNO will join the SEC. The SEC will not will actually ha- no longer have divisions. It'll stay an eight game conference schedule, and it'll just be the top two teams uh, in the SEC who uh, play for the SEC championship in Atlanta. Really, they're eliminating yeah. the conference altogether. Wow, badass! So, no, yeah, they're eliminating Texas. divisions. So. Divisions? Yeah, uh, not a conference. Yeah, obviously rivalries will be preserved. You know, like Auburn and Georgia, the you know deep South base rivalry, Alabama Auburn. Like the rivalries will be preserved. Mm-hmm. You know, Florida LSU, like all those rivalries will be will be there. But um, as far as you know, uh, having divisions, you know, East and West, like Missouri playing in the East, like that, that's stupid. It's been stupid for years. <laughs> but I mean, help Missouri even being in the SEC is kind of stupid to me, to be honest with you. Like, you're the most, you're Midwest state playing in the Southeast. Con- I mean, you I can say that for a good amount of those teams that are going now, right? So I guess. I mean, I don't know. I guess it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I'm fine. Look, but it just means Texas Tech is going to be, you know, we're going to rule the, we're going to be the kings of the Big Twelve now. That's all I'm saying. Duh. All I'm saying. I mean, yeah, that's what, that's what I've been saying this whole time, guys. This whole conversation, I'm <laughs> saying that. <laughs> all right, but should we get into a kind of a pet peeves, grind my gears type segment, man? I don't think this will be a mainstay, but I, I definitely got something to say about it. I think it makes for good podcast content. Too. You got you got a pet peeve to talk about, Joe? Yeah. I, I, I wasn't aware of this at all. <laughs> this wasn't in the script, ladies and gentlemen. This is whatever he's about to say. Well, now you got to come up with one, too. That's how the podcast I got to grind my dude. gears now? Jeez. <laughs> flooding? That shit's kind of ass. I hate flooding. flooding. It's expensive. <laughs> it's expensive. You know? Flood. Just yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah, grinds your gears. It, it does, you know. Right. It makes moldy wood. This shit's ass. <laughs> absolutely, let's go, man. That's my, that's my that's my grindy gears week of the segment. I don't know the, what the Just what made that on the spot, dude, and then, you know everybody can relate to it. <laughs> there you go. But um, my grind my gears segment. You know what really grinds my gears? Um. And I'm pretty sure if you've ever worked in the service industry, food industry, whatever it may be, you know this feeling too. And you know this is super duper annoying and you want to do nothing more than to light these people on fire. But you can't because it's unprofessional, right? Um, When you're about five minutes away from closing and customers walk in, that grinds my gears right there, you know? <laughs> Uh, like you've ever been, um, yeah, uh, just like I'm uh, pretty sure, like if you've ever been like a waiter or a, wait- a waitress, um, uh, mm-hmm. and like you're about five, five, ten minutes away from closing, you're mopping the floors, putting up the chairs, do- doing whatever, um, you're turning off the lights, you're, you're about ready to go home and just enjoy yourself for that evening, right? And then like, you just have these customers who just walk in, like they did, they they didn't just ruin somebody's evening. Like they just didn't, you know, do anything wrong. Like you had all day to get here and you chose 10 minutes before we close. What's wrong with you? Yeah, I'd be like, at least take it to go this week. Um, At least take it to go. Right. Like if we're going to do it, take it to go. Please don't have like sit down. God. Yeah, I had. What's even funnier is they leave like a $5 tip, right? (laughs) 
Oh yes, they, and like they leave I, like a two dollar, three dollar tip. They're the last people there, and they leave like a two, three dollar tip. I, yeah, I, I wouldn't know that because I don't, I've never, I've never worked in the in the food industry or, or or waiting industry or anything like that. But I did have potential clients walk in five minutes before we closed the other day, and I'd sit down and talk with them for an hour, like hour after we had closed. <laughs> phones are dead, lights are off, everything's going. Like I sit down, all, all I'm thinking is. Commission, commission, commission. Like <laughs> just something like that. Kind of <laughs> thoughts go through my head. I'm like, Ugh. I just want to go home, guys. I don't really want to run through all this stuff with you, <laughs> but I did. And yeah, I'm sorry. I had to get that off my chest. I'm pretty sure a lot of people out there can relate to that. Absolutely hated it. Um, but yeah, that grinds my gears. Don't do Fair that, enough. guys. Don't be those people. Just take it to go. That's all I say. If you're gonna do it, or take just it come to back go. tomorrow morning. Like. Yeah, like that's always an option too. What, what do you think is the What do you think is the most appropriate time? Like, if it's twenty minutes till, are you are you trying it? Twenty minutes till they like, close. No, if it's less than you gotta thirty get, minutes you gotta, you gotta before you close, hour. I'm not I'm not going anywhere into uh, a place, uh, whether it be like a, like a restaurant or whatever it is, clothing store, or whatever. I don't I don't I don't like thirty minutes before you close. I'm not going. If it's less than that, I'm not going. Like an hour before you close, like okay. Like, okay, that, that's a good line right there. Like, you know, if it's anything less than 30 minutes before they close, you're just a douche. <laughs> you're just a douche. Um, but yeah. Should we get on to a more positive note? Sure, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Should we get we on to our good vibes vibe of the week, my friend. The vibes of the week. Yes, sir. You want to take us away, buddy? You want me to go first? Nah, you go ahead and take it away, Jonah. Me? Okay. So, Let me hear it. My good vibes vibe of the week is when you get all of your groceries in one trip. You know, I'm talking like That's your nice. hands are just bulging red. They're turning purple. <laughs> you're like everything is just like, you know, you're struggling. You're, you got like $200 worth of groceries on just, you right there. And you just get it all it. in one trip. Saving every saving that hassle of having to go down to your car. Um, you know, if you live in apartments, you have to go down and you live like on the upper floors too, like we used to live at Zuni. Uh, yeah, groceries <laughs> is the worst part of that. You gotta walk up three flights of stairs afterwards, you know, and just like making that other trip, it prevents you from doing that. And so, especially when yeah, you, and a little, you feel like a little bit of you, you feel like a boss, yeah. man. You feel like a G when you do that, and yeah, getting all your groceries in one trip. Yeah, I could thing. respect that, Jonah. So yeah, that's my good vibes vibe of the week. What about you, my friend? Actually, I'm gonna go with a a, a food option, of course, right? Oh, gotta switch it typical, up. Typical, typical. Got to, right there. got you, man. But this, I'm trying out Dutch Bros here, Dutch Bros Coffee. So it was a uh, shout out to the person I actually made. His name was Coulter. I had to ask him his name because I asked him for this particular drink. I don't remember what it was called. It was like a passion fruit lemonade, something like that, right? And I asked him, I was like, hey, what was it on the sign back there? Because I couldn't remember the name. He told me and he sat there, looked me in the eye, said, that's what you want? I was like, yeah, for sure. He was like, I'm be honest with you. It's ass. <laughs> Just like, he told me straight up. He was like, it's not good. He was like, I promise you, it's you're not going to like it, man. It, it's very flavorless is what he told me. Right, so, then, you, you know what I mean? Um, he was like, if you let me, I, I'll spice it up for you. 
right? So, oh, you know what? Okay. I was like, interesting. I was like, just do your thing. He was like, he started explaining it. He's like, I'm going to add a little bit of this and this. I was like, I trust you 100%. So, my good vibe, vibe of the week is the passion fruit lemonade, but really, it's actually good customer service because, you know what? That man actually, you know, took time, said, hey, I'll, let me add some more flavor to it. I was like, thank you. He actually gave me a large when I ordered a medium. Right. So that was cool. I was like, thanks, man. Right. So and you know what? I had a tip. You know what I mean? I typically don't tip like our smoothie makers or, you know, like the sonic delivery people like I I typically don't the car hops. I'm just like, ah, you're kind of just moving from one section to another. I understand that you sweep the place and mop it, too. But but if you're not really surviving off tips, unless you're like a waitress where, you know, it's, you know, the wages are their tips, then I'm not really compelled to tip. But this guy, you know, he talked me into it so nice. So shout out to good customer service. And I tipped that man. And, you know, with uh, you know, tip anytime you uh, you feel like you actually got good customer service. You know what I mean? It goes a long way. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, absolutely. I feel like it makes people's day. You know what I mean? So it's just like what? It's like four bucks. That's pretty cool, man. Bucks, right. So, so yeah, he, he added more uh, flavor to it. And it tasted really damn good. I'm not going to lie to you. So I was nice. like, that's sweet. Yeah, so shout out to the guy named Coulter. Yeah, so shout out to Coulter Dutch Bros, life. man. Hell yeah, Dutch Bros, good vibes of the week. Yes, sir. <laughs> that's a good one, man. That's 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 a solid one. Um, yeah, I mean, I Definitely can't. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's I, the grind I, I, I the absolutely I, I love that. Um, yeah, I mean, I've I've been that kind of situation before where I've had people mm-hmm. be like, Hey, let, let, let me make you something a little bit different. I'll be like, yeah, yeah. I go for it. Like, bring I'm, it on, I'm man. For it, man. Like, yes. Vibing out. And they bring me something. And it's absolutely delicious too. Um, yeah, that's awesome. That, that's, yeah. that's a good one, man. Cause he didn't have to do that either. He could just be not like, at all. All right, here's your boring flavorless soulless drink. Yeah. Uh, enjoy you douchebag. <laughs> you know, he could have been he like that, but no, he, he said, "Hey, I'm gonna spice this up. I'll make this real good for you. I'm, I'm put some love into it, put some care into it. I truly felt it, it for you, like because I like you. You seem like a good dude, and here you go. You know, a solid man. That's solid. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. For real. So, uh, yeah, I think that'll conclude our good vibes vibe of the week segment there." Um, I think you already said your trivia today. Do you have any more trivia for me, my friend? Uh, I guess if you want to hear it, uh, this was also going back to my hopefulness. I don't know. I mean, the, what was it? The what, what was the last time a team came back down 06 in a regional final? <laughs> TCU back in 2015. That was the last time it happened. Yeah. Really interesting. Uh, yeah, that was the last time it happened. So I, so once again, I was looking up random stuff and i was also hearing it and seeing it just on updates right i was like huh that's a fun little one i was like so we got a chance right because at least it was done within the last decade (laughs) i don't know stuff like that man maybe not really any interesting uh, yeah also uh i want to give a shout out i want to give a shout out to espn squeeze play for just like the total cover it's basically like red zone but for college baseball tournament where you have like all these different uh, games cool. going on at once, uh, no commercials, nothing like that. I, I want to give a shout out to ESPN Squeeze Play for that. That was super cool. No commercials, eh? Wow. Yeah, it's, ba- it's basically like NFL thing. Red Zone, but for college baseball, the ba- college baseball tournament going on. I'm like, bro, why do y'all not have this all season? Like, this is cool as hell. I, I really enjoy watching that. I really did. Like from coast to coast. I had no idea that was a feature. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's on a ESPN Plus. Um, 
they can't give the people what they want, Jonah, because they got to make sure it's just, I don't know, it's just exclusive, not good huh? enough. I guess exclusive. They got to make exclusive it exclusive to people who can pay seven ninety nine a month. <laughs> I guess, man. It's, they're in like packages too. That's what's crazy. Like I think the Hulu package like lets you do ESPN Plus. Like they give it to you if I'm not mistaken. I don't know. Oh, I'm not Disney promoting bundle? them, so it's whatever. Oh, Disney bundle. Something like oh, that. I don't even know that. Have that. I, don't, I don't have that. So, yeah. Question: mm. How many subscriptions do you actually pay for that you have? That I have personally. Yeah. <laughs> like, how many of them do you actually I, pay for? Probably the ESPN one, man. If I'm being honest with you, that's probably it. That's it. Uh, my, girl, my girl gets the Max one through her phone company. I think I borrowed Disney and Hulu from my siblings. Um, where's some men to crimes here? And and yeah, that's really it to be honest. Oh, we, I also borrow like one of my sister's friends, Paramount, because she let me use that one too. Oh, so I was like, okay, sure. So I watched Tattoo uh, Ink Masters on that. That's actually really entertaining. Just watch mm-hmm. people shit on other people's art. It's, it's kind of, you know, it's nice, especially it's on skin too. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> like permanent. That sucks. <laughs> they can't just get rid of yeah. that. <laughs> you can, but you so, know. So to answer your question, I think only one, if I'm being honest. Only one. Hmm. I think I pay more in like music and data, like, like storage data. Yeah. <laughs> than I do in subscriptions. I think yeah, I think that's I only me. pay for one subscription that I have, and that's the ESPN. I yeah, I don't HBO Max, no, Netflix, no, uh Disney, no. Hey man, man, it's called pirating, baby. That's what you gotta do. It's it's just so called today, password sharing. So soap today. Um, uh, uh, what's the other one? God, it's like HDTV.cc. That's another one. So to look, no, the, the only you like the, the only the only like these subscriptions you can watch whatever I... show, you can watch whatever shows you want, guys. I'm trying to give it to you. <laughs> websites <laughs> just pirate it. Screw these. Screw this. Well, if you want it the legal way, well, if you want to do the legal way with all these subs- uh, subscription platforms going on. Just uh, have you a like VPN, the legal man. way. No, get get a group of friends. Get a group of like four <laughs> friends, right? You each decide, like, hey, I'm gonna pay for you know three subscriptions. So you get and you're like all four of you decide, like, hey, I'm gonna pay for three or four subscriptions, right? So you get, mm-hmm. you know, like, like you, you know, twelve subscriptions, but you only pay for three of them, and you just share your other uh, other friends' uh, subscriptions as well. So yeah, that's how you get it. You know, Apple TV, I don't pay for that. <laughs> Uh, uh, Hulu, I don't pay for nothing like that. Like I, I don't pay for fucking screaming service. <laughs> <laughs> I pay for the ESPN Plus. That's about it. Um, and yeah, everything else, you know. Um, need to get, need to get NFL Sunday ticket. Need to get that because it's nah, now through YouTube TV. Again, pirate baby, pirating baby. Pirate. Screw that Reddit streams. Sports surge, sports surge, streamies, streamies. Oh, you're the trouble, man. You're just podcast taking off air. Look, man, I'm just, I'm saying just random words. I'm drunk right now, Joe. Random words in order. Oh, cover your ass now. I've had one too many. (laughs) I've had one too many, man. Oh, dude, I'm getting high off of life right now, bro. I can't. (laughs) I gotta relax. Fuck, it's like a weird turn at the uh, end. <laughs> it really did. Anyways. 
<laughs> what we're trying to say uh, here, yeah, gentlemen, is pirate, pirate all your shit. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. That's, to that's the message of this podcast. Just pirate all your pirate. shit. <laughs> pirate. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, you got any? Uh, you got any final thoughts for going around this one? I'm yeah, pirate. pirate, pirate, bro, all the way. Pirate, keep pirate. Shout out my cat. Shout out my cat. Yeah. So uh, those are my shout outs. You know what I mean, shout out the baseball season. That was an awesome one. Yeah, fun absolutely. to watch. Fun to shout keep out up the baseball, baseball season. season. Shout out to the boys. Super so. fun year. Can't wait for next year, man. Honestly, cannot wait for next year, and I can't wait for football season either, man. Um, can't wait. Yeah, I'm, I'm super thrilled for it. Super thrilled for it. But uh, that'll go ahead and do it for this one. Thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate you guys listening. Remember to keep the vibes high. Keep the guns up. For Nathan Zuniga, I'm Joni Young saying so long. And we'll see you next time here on the Lone Raider Podcast. Bye-bye.